great thing about WP Cloud is that it has no platform. It has no user interface. It is 100% API driven. A2 Hosting offers solutions for WordPress and WooCommerce that are both blazing fast and ultra-reliable. WordPress can be used on any web hosting plan from A2. You can deploy WordPress easily on shared, VPS, or dedicated hosting plans. A2 also offers managed WordPress and WooCommerce hosting. Take a look at a2hosting.com today. Hey everybody, welcome back to Post-Status Draft. I've got a longtime friend of mine in the WordPress space. I think we met like 10 years ago, Jesse. Um, but we're going to be talking about WP Cloud today. And this is part of our product people series. Um, I heard about WP Cloud. I know Jesse. And I was like, hey, I want to know more about WP Cloud. It's really compelling from what I've heard. Um, but first and foremost, welcome to the podcast, Jesse. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Corey. And yeah, it probably has been a decade. It's it's uh, it's awesome to to be able to uh, know people like you and be able to work with people like you for so long. Um, and that's one of the great things about the WordPress community, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I I uh, got started in WordPress. Geez, back in two thousand and five, I think uh, I was uh, working as a professor at a university and. Uh, trying to teach uh, students. Uh, well, actually I was a student at the time. And then later I became a professor and started teaching WordPress. Uh, but my professor, Hillary Mason, who's actually um, uh, used to work at Bitly and is a pretty world-renowned uh, data scientist, she she turned me on to WordPress and uh, I never looked back. Uh, prior to that, I was building like static websites. Um, and uh, and WordPress uh, is not just a piece of software, right? It's a community of people that uh, help to kind of raise the level of everyone who works on it. Um, and that that's where I got my career jump off. It was uh, it was definitely with WordPress for sure. That's awesome. Well, we met when you're part of Brute Protect, and uh, I was asking in the pre-roll about your art in the background. I'm a big fan of art. I want to get yeah. some from the walls, but tell me, tell me more about the art in the background. Cause I was like, Hey, we met when you were part of brute protect before it was acquired by automatic and you kind of pointed to the lightning in the back. So yeah. tell me more. Yeah. So actually before we jump in here, this is in not in uh, chronological order, but I was actually working for a company called astonish uh, where I actually got to build a, a, a large web team. I actually still work with one colleague from that company, Jeff Kalinsky. He works at automatic. Now um, we were tasked with building um, or converting a closed source .NET based CMS uh, from an old product called blue squid uh, to a new WordPress powered multi-site. And it was going to house like 4,000 sites. Um, and so we, I found this at like a art show, uh, bought it, hung it on the wall. And, uh, and we spent a year building this new platform. The funny thing about it, this is a really unique story. They didn't give us access to the source files uh, and they kind of held everything hostage. This third-party company that we were hosting, hosting mm. everything with. Um, so we actually had to build a, like a WGET scraper to scrape our own websites and convert them into WordPress themes. So we didn't even like turn them into static HTML. We turned them into full-blown WordPress themes on a multi-site. And uh, we were able to move all those sites over very quickly. 
Um, and so I asked that same artist, I said, hey, can you paint a, a harpoon now that blue squid is dead? It's this old product. And so we hung that up on the wall and that, and that was that. I left that company and co-founded BrewProtect. Uh, BrewProtect was a cloud-powered um, uh, botnet prevention service. So like anyone who's trying to brute force into your website, we used uh, data that we would gather from attack vectors from different various uh, areas. And it was really the first time that I was able to say, like, we're building something that leverages information that we gain from multiple hosting partnerships to better the entire WordPress community. Because everything that was happening before then was hosts would gather attack vectors against their own infrastructure. And that was the only thing they could learn from. But what we did was we grabbed that information from across different hosting companies, uh, across customers who were around the globe, and we were able to really do a better job of thwarting those attacks. Um, and so that represents cloud data raining down on a, a botnet uh, <laughs> going out of business there. And then, uh, yeah, and so then we got uh, acquired by Automatic back in 2014, and I joined the Jetpack team. Uh, I've been working on hosting partnerships and uh, product development for Jetpack for almost nine years now. And uh, then we started, uh, you know, launched WP Cloud last year. So it has been 10 years because I met you all right before the automatic right before acquisition. The acquisition. Yeah. 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 Um, man, well, wow, some nostalgia there. Um, so what's, what's, uh, really compelling what you just said too, is Jetpack. So when I knew you all got required and got, got to meet you and Sam Hotchkiss. And then at some point I realized Sam and you were on the Jetpack team and at iThemes we were, felt like we were competitors to Jetpack in many ways um, from backups and security. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> these these guys are going to take Jetpack to the next level. And I've definitely seen, I think, what is probably the product of your work over the years where it's like, oh no, okay, Sam, Jesse getting in there um, with Jetpack. So uh, that's, a. I wanted to mention that because I've thought that many times, I think I've expressed that to Sam. Um, oh, but yeah. uh Anyway, thanks for that background. That's that's really compelling. Back to the old static HTML days. Whew, thanks, WordPress. <laughs> yeah. So, Jesse, let's talk about WP Cloud. I know um, we've talked a couple times about this, and I what I know I can throw this at you, and you you just you just hit it out of the park. And uh, but tell me really succinctly, what do you think? What is WP Cloud? WP Cloud is a WordPress-focused cloud platform that we built within Automatic to power the highest and most trafficked websites in the world um, and to provide a very unique solution uh, that gets very close to, if not, 100% uptime. Um, and so we're doing something that's a little bit different than what you see with other cloud platforms. We provide vertical scaling and automated real-time failover. Um, so what we want to do is provide a solution that again, is 100% WordPress focused, but allows you to stop thinking about hosting altogether. You don't have to worry about it anymore. We're going to take mm -hmm. care of all the infrastructure, keep it up and running, keep it high performance, and uh, let hosting companies or others focus on what they do best uh, to provide a, a fantastic experience to customers. Well, anytime you say something around WordPress.com infrastructure, I always go, holy cow. Yeah. When you can say pretty near i know you're being humble too but like that that system is renowned because it's incredible i mean people that work on uh the platform and what it does but 
Now, who's it, who's it really for? When you think about WB Cloud, you kind of maybe mentioned this, but I want to drill down on that. Who do you think it's really for? Yeah. All right. So if we look at the actual uh, hosting uh, platform itself, it's for anyone who wants to have high availability, high performance websites. Uh, but if we look at the brand, WP Cloud, what we've done is we've decided to take um, the entire platform and, and give it uh, a brand that we can then go to hosting companies with and, and provide services to hosting companies. So WP Cloud is not interested in individual customers, uh, small agencies, things like that. What we're actually interested in doing is providing services to hosting companies to help them provide better hosting. Um, you can think about WP Cloud as a utility service, like the electrical grid underground, mm. uh, providing services to customers all, over, all around the globe, but um, allowing those hosting companies to uh, maintain their experience, the things that differentiate themselves, all of that. But if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I have one website or 10 websites and I want to host them and I don't want to have to worry about um, downtime or, or speed issues or anything like that, I would suggest going straight to one of WP Cloud's partners, Pressable, for example. Mm -hmm. So when we were prepping for this, I said, hey, so this, this, uh, this is leveraging the dot-com platform, and you corrected me. Share a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so what we did was we took the minds and, and the people behind WordPress.com powering hundreds of millions of sites there. We took the same um, experienced individuals who are helping to power some of the um, most powerful websites on VIP. Uh, we took the experience that we had from running Pressable, which is um, like a, uh, a managed WordPress host that we uh, use to um, really test and grow our own product base. And so we took all those things and we said, what, how can we build a cloud platform that's going to service all of the needs that we have internally um, and, and provide the absolute best experience? And so when we did that, we ended up launching uh, what we called internally a product called Atomic. Uh, and that is now powering uh, WordPress.com business and e-commerce plans, Pressable, Newspack. Um, and so that was... Uh, similar to like how AWS got born, you know, it, uh, Amazon was an e-commerce platform that was dealing with scale issues. They couldn't compensate for the amount of the influx of traffic. So they just had to really sit down and think about how they can rebuild their entire platform. Um, and so then that's how AWS was born. It's not too dissimilar from what we're doing. We have built a platform that is now powering um, 13 billion page views a month. Um, and uh, with sites that are experiencing incredibly fast speed under load. Um, and, and now we're saying to ourselves, like, well, we know we built something amazing here. We know that it's something that we can really give back to the community as a way to raise the bar for cloud hosting across the, across the board. Um, and so now that, that is the, that is the effort there is we've powered, um, internally what we need to, to make sure that everything runs smoothly. So again, if anybody wants to try out WP Cloud, sign up for a WordPress.com business site, sign up for Pressable. Um, you'll feel the speed. Uh, the proof is in, in the uh, experience right there. Um, but then WP Cloud is really now focused on how it can provide services to hosting companies. 
Yeah, I love that. I've observed from the industry being in as long as both of us have that, you know, there was this day where you started seeing some of the really big hosting companies start go, moving their WordPress stuff over to the cloud. There's a lot yeah. of bumpy roads along that way. But um, your comparison with AWS, for instance, because I've heard Google Cloud, AWS, some of those offerings kind of moving over. And that's the way it feels like it's shifting. I'm not a technical person, but I've been in the space a long time. And I go, it makes sense to have cloud-based hosting, especially for WordPress. And then you get specific WordPress expertise that knows that application better than anybody. I I, I challenge anybody to say, do you know more about WordPress than automatic teams? Yeah, um, we definitely leveraged our, our own internal expertise to solve for that. And, and it, you're right. I mean, you look at hosting companies and they're trying to figure out ways to differentiate themselves outside of the infrastructure. A lot of them are moving to Google Cloud or AWS. Um, the shared hosting is still, you know, mostly the same kind of solution um, that everyone is kind of racing to the bottom on pricing on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so how are hosts differentiating themselves? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's made on top of promises of speed and performance and, and security. But the reality of the situation is the, the infrastructure underneath is actually not that, that different. So hosting companies are really focused on trying to differentiate themselves now in the way in which they market themselves, the onboarding experience they provide, the partnerships that they can leverage to provide a better experience to customers, the speed at which you can launch your site, the customer service. Those are all things that hosting companies really are, are focused on. And frankly, the places where they can they can really win. One of the conversations I had at CloudFest, uh, which was a conference that we went to um, two weeks ago, was about the power of diversity within hosting. Um, and so I think that it's really important to recognize that, especially when we're talking about WP Cloud helping to power those hosting companies in terms of like a utility. Um, you look at something like Shopify, and or, or Wix, and they have these global solutions for every single um, customer across the world. Um, but you know, we we know why that's not uh, advantageous and why WordPress is better. But one of the major advantages that WordPress has is that um, the hosting companies can define the niche that they want to solve. They can solve problems specific for geographically locations. Um, WordPress has seeded itself into hosting companies around the globe. So. The solutions you get from a hosting company in, let's say, the Netherlands is completely different than what you might get in Malaysia or Africa. Um, and so that's an advantage that that hosting companies have in that diversity. And so, uh, you know, if we can come in and try to help and provide better services at that infrastructural layer, then that frees those hosting companies up to think about ways in which they can differentiate themselves and provide the absolute best experience to those, to those customers. Take care of WordPress. You got the power of WP Cloud, the dot-com type experience, and do other stuff on top that adds value for your customers. Yeah, exactly. So I know having been acquired, our company was acquired by a hosting company, uh, been on the inside of that and realizing how much, you know, they they really worry all, all hosting companies about price. Um, yeah. Anytime, you, you know, cPanel was this big conversation in the industry for a long time because they started cranking up prices and everybody started fleeing because you're like, they felt held hostage, but I know every penny counts in hosting. So can you talk a little bit about the pricing structure for WP cloud? Yeah. And I know so this I'm, is still early. It but. is still early. And I appreciate that. And uh, I probably shy away from getting into the super specifics of pricing right now. But what I can tell you is this, is that the way in which 
WP Cloud scales is based on the number of PHP workers, uh, CPUs, uh, and storage that you want. And so what we want to create are ways in which hosting companies can come in um, and create bespoke offerings to either power their managed WordPress offering now or to start by offering the higher tier hosting that they haven't been able to offer before. If you look at most of the hosting companies in the world, a lot of them cap out at 100 bucks, 150 bucks a month. Um, and so then you leave uh, the super high-end uh you know, hosting customers to to either fend for themselves with their own cloud platform, to go to uh, you know higher higher end managed hosting, um, or something like WP VIP. What we want to do is be able to provide services that go from that range from uh, twenty five bucks a month to two thousand dollars a month, um, and to be able to provide consistent uptime throughout all of that. So hosting companies will be able to come in and use WP Cloud. Um, and, and if they want to go with a lower tier, like two PHP workers, two CPUs this is getting super technical. That's still <laughs> built for like 400,000 sustained visitors a month, uh, which is going to compensate for, you know, most, uh, customers that's only going to cost that hosting company a few bucks a month with WP cloud. Um, and then, and then it scales up from there. And since we're talking about scaling, I'll, I'll, I'll just say one thing is, is that we offer something that's pretty unique in that we don't. Uh, we don't reserve, uh, we, we don't have any limitations on visits. So if you take a look at other hosting companies, you'll see that they create, uh, they'll create really robust, powerful servers, um, and then they'll put traffic limits on it. I'm thinking mm -hmm. of a hosting company right now that has, um, a robust amount of power, uh, allows for up to 40 WordPress websites and only uh, and stops at like 400,000 visits a month. Mm -hmm. Well, if you only have 10,000 visits a month, you don't need all that power anyway. Uh, even if you're not sharing it across all of those things, that's just a waste of power. That's a Lamborghini on the, on the back of a flatbed pickup truck. You know what I mean? Like you're not yeah. taking full advantage of that. WP cloud is going to come in and, and basically say, uh, we're going to create bespoke solutions that are designed to house the amount of traffic that you're, or serve the amount of traffic that you're bringing. Uh, but we're not going to limit you on, on the amount of traffic that you have there. Um, so there are no real uh, traffic limitations with WP Cloud, unlike other hosting companies. Yeah, it. I don't know all the specs, but I know enough to go when they put a traffic thing, there's something underneath that they're trying to be careful of when they put limits and things. But yeah. um, so... That that's a conversation for another. Well, unless you want to. Well, I was just going to say that it's a way for them to mitigate their 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 risk and their costs. Um, yeah. But we we have built a platform that we know can scale to any amount of traffic. So, uh, we're we're going to differentiate ourselves there. Yeah. Um. So I think you said fully managed performance security in WordPress. What does that mean? It means that we're literally going to take care of it all for you. So. In terms of security, uh, it has built-in backup solutions. So it's actually pretty unique in the way in which we do backups. Uh, I'm sure we're going to touch on automated failover soon, but the way we do our backups is that we do um, daily file backups and hourly database backups, but we don't just store that on the same box. What we do is we put it onto another data center uh, on another box that actually has power ready. 
so that we can switch to that if we need to. We can talk about that in a second. Um, but we do, it comes with SSL, it comes with uh, TLS encryption, it comes with uh, WAF, DDoS protection. I'm telling you, like we harden the heck out of it. Um, yeah. And then in, in addition to that, we automatically build in a CDN, no extra cost. It has a CDN built into it. Um, and it uh, also resizes your images. So you're only serving the size of the image that you need, high resolution, but you're not serving these 10 megabyte images that people upload straight from their phone to their WordPress instance, right? We're resizing it and only showing the size that you need for the device that's requesting it. Uh, we also do uh, automated caching built in too. Um, and uh, it's all run by our team internally. So there is really no tweaking or configuring or anything that you have to do. Um, it's 100% fully managed out of the box. That also includes the management of things like PHP, uh, database. Um, it manages uh, WordPress core files, certain plugins. It allows for templating and staging. Um, and again, we handle all of that. It's not, these aren't things that you're gonna have to um, cherry pick based on price or anything. It's all 100% inclusive in the product. So I, you mentioned Pressable way earlier. I'm a pain, and I want to say that really loud and clear. I'm a pain customer of Pressable. Yeah. So I've seen this, the yep. performance, all these things. And uh, so that, that's, that's pretty awesome. But I, I wanted to push in on that because I'm a, this is my comment, not yours. But when you say managed, you always, I always go, tell me what that really means. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, the Tommy boy, it's like you can slap a label on the side, but it's you know, what actually happens inside. And I think that's one thing that differentiate, differentiates uh, any automatic brand is it's not a label on the outside. Um, yeah. Okay. So tell me what automated real-time failovers mean. Yeah. So we touched on this briefly, right? So if we, if we back up your entire site to another location and we put that back up on a box that has power um, and you're serving traffic to one location, we can automatically detect some kind of any kind of issue. So even if there was catastrophic failure, uh, you know, a pipe got cut, uh, the data center actually, you know, we have tons of redundancies in terms of power and things like that. But like, let's just say like a volcano erupted or something like that, you know, something really catastrophic. We can in real time redirect that traffic to another data center that already has your site live on it and already has uh, the, the power behind it. So we can, in real time, switch that traffic and people will not experience any downtime at all. And that is See, something that is nearly impossible with other cloud platforms. It is possible, but it's incredibly expensive. And because of the scale that we operate at uh, and the WordPress efficiency that we have, uh, we've been able to, to build that into the platform. See, when you talked about backups earlier, it's something to know about having helped lead a product uh, for backups. And when you said that one thing, it's not on that server, it's somewhere else within a vast infrastructure. That's really compelling to me because we would tell customers all the time, don't just don't back up on that server because what's, what's it going to do for you when it crashes? Yeah. Um, so like, yeah. I love the secure, the backup feature of that. It's not just a, a backup. If something happens, and this was way before all this technology existed today, but that's how we got the backup is like into our product is it crashed. We didn't have, we had backups maybe on that server and literally the hard drive was like kaput. And yeah. so that was our mantra, always remote offsite, 
you know, so that you can restore in the in the case yeah, of a we've, catastrophe. We've seen this. I, I'll leave hosting companies' names out of this this conversation, but we've all seen hosting companies that have had catastrophic failure, um, data center fires, for example, things like that. Uh, and if you're not backing up, this is getting into like a conversation about Jetpack too. But like, if you're not backing up your your website offsite, you're susceptible to that. Mm -hmm. um, and that that can be um, unbelievably painful. I can't tell you how many conversations I had with people who say, well, I'll worry about security later or I'll, uh, you know, I don't really care about backups right now. I just want to get my site live. But all that time you're investing in that, right? You're building your website. Think about the dozens of hours of time that you're spending tweaking all those things. And if you lose that, it's it's not just catastrophic failure for the host it's catastrophic failure for the site owner too it's it's incredibly painful and to you know some some people out there have stronger will than i to start all over from the beginning <laughs> but i don't uh, but that's I felt that pain left with doing <laughs> yeah I, I felt that pain yeah um we were we were scraping we had some clients at the time and scraping data from google cache to redo websites and so i felt that pain yeah so we've talked about um, the power, performance, security, all these things that are baked into WP Cloud that powers WordPress.com, business e-commerce plans. But how about the uh, preserving and growing the hosting experience? What are your thoughts on that? So key, key client for this is our hosting companies um, to be able to really leverage all of this for, I mean, when you said utility, tool it really rang a bell for me it's like okay all of this at a re very reasonable price and i know they need to talk to you about all those things but yeah let's, let's talk about that hosting experience a little bit tell me tell me your thoughts on that related to wp so Club. every single host that and i've worked with a lot of hosting companies every single host has a unique experience uh the sign up flow is typically about the same but the second that you get into that wordpress instance being launched you get unique onboarding flows, you get unique sets of tools, um, the different combinations of the way in which they combine uh, partnerships they have with security or performance companies. Um, and then the platform, the platform is always really unique. Um, <clears throat> a lot of them are built on top of cPanel or Plesk. I think something like 70, 80% of all hosts use that technology. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you feel it and sometimes you don't. Like there are certain hosting companies that are just using cPanel, it literally says cPanel and you and you know what you're on. But then there are other hosting companies that have built a completely custom bespoke solution that's layered on top of that. No matter what it is, um, that, that again is how you're differentiating yourself. Um, so if I look at six hosting companies that are using the same basic boxes to do shared WordPress hosting, they're, the only difference then is price, but we're all all hosting companies are racing to the bottom on price. And we're, we're talking about a difference of a few bucks a month. Um, so then what is it that you get with that hosting that's really going to differentiate them? And so most people are either making decisions based on the fact that they have a recommendation from a friend or they're taking a look at uh, you know, the, the, the bespoke solutions that are coming bundled with that. The great thing about WP Cloud is that it has no platform. It has no user interface. It is 100% API driven. So for any hosting company to use it, it has to work underneath every single thing that they've already built. Um, and so it can work with cPanel, it can work with Plesk, uh, or it can work with whatever bespoke solution you have. Um, but your, um, 
unveiling of the use of WP Cloud is up to you as a hosting company. You can go one way and say, similar to, I think like WP Engine does this with like AWS or Google Cloud. They say like, you know, proudly, like we're partnered with this company to, to launch this. Um, and the same way that Pressable does this with like WP Cloud or Gridpane, uh, you know, they say proudly powered by WP Cloud. And that's starting to mean something as we start to have more of these conversations and more people understand what WP Cloud really is. But um, WP Cloud also offers a completely um, uh, an option that allows you to basically use our infrastructure without ever mentioning us. You could even bring your own IP addresses if you wanted to um, and then take use of the entire infrastructure underneath it uh, without having to disclose that it's not something that's homegrown. Um, so however the hosting company wants to work in that in that area makes sense to us. Uh, what we want to do is just really allow them to refocus their efforts away from things like managing WordPress or handling security or dealing with uptime. The other thing I'll talk about too is um, cost to serve. Cost to serve is something that's on the mind of every single hosting company. Uh, when Pressable moved onto WP Cloud, we saw a dramatic decrease in um, support tickets related to anything infrastructure, rate limiting, DDoS, anything like that. Um, and the same thing with WordPress.com. Uh, WordPress.com business and e-commerce customers, they're not uh, reaching out and asking for support on anything related to the box or how fast their site's performing. What they are asking questions about is more things around how can they be successful? How can, you know, what plugins should I use for this or, or that? That's your decision as a hosting company to decide, provide support in that area or not. But I can tell you that when you relieve your host, your, your happiness engineers, your customer service team from the burden of having to figure out why a site is down or why it's performing so slowly, it gives them the ability to, you know, focus on what keeps those customers there for the long term reducing churn, which is what every hosting company thinks about. Pressable had something like 36,000 tickets last year. Less than half of a percentage of them were even associated with anything uh, related to, to infrastructure. And I even read some of them, and a lot of them were just questions about how, how Pressable goes about handling things. Um, so we've basically eliminated support for, for hosting. That's the headline. Yeah. Right there for, yeah. for WordPress hosting. That, that's the headline of the interview today for sure. Well, um, Jesse, we've covered a lot, but I want to make sure we didn't miss anything. Um, I think it's an incredibly compelling service could help really raise the standard of the hosting industry for WordPress. Um, that's exactly but, it. So what, uh, and, and this is the note I wanted to say about the hosting experiences like that. Uh, I think that frees a hosting company to also innovate on that application labor. What things, whether it's plugins, themes, services on top that add value for who their customers are and what they're trying to get. And I think that's, that's pretty dang cool. If I were in that seat hosting product uh, manager, I'd be like, okay, this is taken care of this base level, le level here. Now, how can we set ourselves apart by adding value to who our customers are? But is there yeah. anything with that um, we left out or you want to mention? Well, I'll actually just pick up right there where you uh, you mentioned about uh, hosting companies. I think one thing to remember is, is that our mission at Automatic, more than anything, is to provide um, 
and democratize publishing. We know that, but it's it's also about making sure that WordPress is not only readily available, but performing at a level that um, allows you to focus on getting the word out about your business or your political views or whatever it might be. Um, but hosting companies uh, are experiencing incredible churn right now. Uh, we actually, this was like the number one topic at that conference I mentioned earlier, CloudFest. Um, hosting companies are seeing extreme churn. And the problem is, is that when someone churns from a hosting company that is specifically for WordPress, they don't churn and go, they don't try hosting company A, say, oh, my WordPress experience wasn't so great there. I'm going to go try hosting company B and try WordPress there. And then I'm going to try hosting company C and try WordPress there. That's not really what happens is that they give WordPress a shot on whatever hosting company they've chosen. And if that fails uh, or that doesn't work out for them, a lot of them end up going to something else. And so that one opportunity to provide a superior WordPress experience is really where we want to help, right? So if we can take care of the, the infrastructure, the hosting, the security, the performance, and make sure that everyone has this like level set, amazing hosting experience in terms of the infrastructure, then I want to touch on exactly, like, I want to reiterate what you just said, which is that that allows hosting companies to innovate on what they can do to provide better onboarding, reduce time to live, which is how fast they can launch their site, helping to make sure customers are successful, Focus your time on marketing so that customer sites, once they're launched, they can actually gain traffic and, and really help them to achieve their business goals. Um, and the other thing that I just wanted to touch on is real quick, too, is, is just uh, we talked a little bit about scaling. But one of the things I do want to mention is, is that um, so these are bare metal boxes that we built up that we own. They're, we're not outsourcing anything at all. Um, and we have 28 data centers around the globe already that are ours uh, powering this entire infrastructure. Um, and then uh, when someone gets hit with traffic, an extreme amount of traffic, what typically happens with other um, cloud platforms is that they replicate everything onto a separate box and they try to throw additional boxes at the problem. But the problem is that if you're down because you can't service the amount of traffic that you're handling, you have to wait for that extra box to spool up or you're paying for it to be laying in wait, right? What we can do actually is what we do is vertical scaling. So we have the option to throw more PHPs and more CPUs at the problem until we've compensated for the amount of traffic that you have. But this is where things get really unique. We go, when we build out hosting plans, as I said before, our hosts can build plans between two and say 30 PHP workers and CPUs. That's built for sustained traffic of 400,000 visits to 15 million visits. Um, but now let's say you have an e-commerce website that got featured on the wire cutter or you have a product that you've been ready to release and you have a huge wait list uh, and everyone's going to slam your site at the same exact time. WP Cloud has a very unique opportunity that we can burst to 110 PHP workers and CPUs. And then what we're talking about then is, is handling the type of traffic that like the Washington Post gets when they release an article about what's happening in our, in our government or CNN traffic, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so those, those are the types of things that we're, we're mainly focused on so that we can provide, you know, VIP level hosting um, and allow hosting companies to break out of that shared hosting and the cheaper managed hosting and to really offer something to, you know, to any of those customers that are, that are experiencing incredibly high traffic. 
I want to go back to something you said, because I absolutely, it rings true with me is that if the hosting experience is not good, particularly on the WordPress as an application layer, um, yeah, we're, we're not, we're doing a disservice to the entire industry because we're churning a WordPress person into another competitor. And, you know, I've been in this space a long time and I go, you know, I woke up here ago and go, wow, there's very solid competitors to WordPress now out there. And if we want to, as the business ecosystem of WordPress, continue to have this incredible, thriving, growing ecosystem in the software, then we, you know, we used to say like, you need two things. You need a domain name and you need WordPress hosting to, to buy our products. And then again, to those agencies out there who we serve um, at PostStatus, that are building on that, that love that inflow and growth that we've all enjoyed with the growth of WordPress, then we need to be serious about this conversation in the hosting experience because you hit it right on the nail. They're not leaving the hosting company, just the hosting company. They're leaving potentially WordPress. And that's the bell I want to keep ringing is that as an industry, we need to do things like this. This is this is a key pillar, I think. Um, there's other things that we need to be doing as a WordPress business ecosystem to keep this healthy, thriving, growing. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's something I've seen um, too, but that just gives a real world experience of like, if these hosting companies are having churn, it's not just them, it's all of us. And there's a brand that we've had with WordPress that has been awesome. And I'm incredibly grateful for the brand and the open source software. So I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If you remember the old days of the five minute install, um, that was basically, uh, yeah. And for anyone who's listening, who who may not be familiar with that, because it's, it's been enough years now, uh, when you used to get a a new hosting account, it never really came pre-built with WordPress uh, out of the box. You'd have to download WordPress from wordpress.org re-upload it, SFTP, build a database. Um, and then the five-minute install came out and it was like this brilliant way of like launching a WordPress website super fast. And that was the moment I think that hosting companies decided like, wait a minute, we can actually like really create custom WordPress experiences because it's no longer in charge of the customer to actually launch a WordPress website. It's now up to the, the host to actually launch that instance. And that's when they started packaging their own plugins, their own themes into it providing their own unique solutions. That's all well and good. Um, but I think there is a responsibility to those hosts to the larger ecosystem to make sure that we're we're furthering the mission across the board. Um, and so their churn is definitely a reflection of the larger ecosystem's issues. 100%. I mean, that affects all of our members at PostStatus from product companies, professionals that do WordPress, love being able to do pre- WordPress as their career and the agency serving their clients out across the world. So I 100% agree in this. This is something we'll have to change the headline a little bit and add to it because it's my personal viewpoint that we need to, all of us collectively, look at the industry and go, what makes it healthier for everybody? And this is, a, this is part of the conversation. So it matters. This conversation today, even if they don't choose to go with WP Cloud, that we need to be thinking about this experience for the overall health of, of the yeah, industry. Absolutely. For sure. Jesse, my friend. Um, so if somebody's interested and wants to talk more about W cloud, what do they do? 
Uh, so if you're a hosting company and uh, you want to partner with WP Cloud, go to wp.cloud. Uh, it'll load so fast you think it's a local site. Uh, so that'll be your first taste of the power of WP Cloud. Uh, funny enough, that site is actually hosted by Pressable on just a regular account, nothing special. Um, so uh, you'll see you'll see how that works. If you're thinking about moving your own personal sites or your business's sites, um, and you're not a hosting company, but you want to you want to try out WP Cloud, take a look at our partners. So we have uh, WordPress.com, Pressable. Uh, if you're a new site, you could try Newspack. Gridpane now offers um, uh, WP Cloud as well, and uh, and uh, yeah, we have some other partners coming down the pike too uh, that we'll be uh, we'll be announcing. Let me know when the new partners come in. I want to share that um, to to our members at Postatus. But Jesse, thanks sure. uh, for this today. I appreciate your time sharing about what you're doing at WP Cloud and Automatic. Um, so thank you, and everybody else, thank you for listening to another Postatus Draft episode under the Product People series. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.